Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. to clarify some things for you today. Most of the clients that I work with have thoughts around building a marketing funnel. They have this perception that they have to have this full-on step-by-step setup to draw people in. That they need to have a freebie, a website, ads, landing pages, and all the rest. And they say all of this without really understanding the concept of a marketing funnel. And also, I'm going to use marketing funnels and sales funnels, <laughs> those two terms interchangeably throughout this episode, um, as the principles are the same for both. So an important disclaimer here, though, is that this episode might sound quite technical in the beginning. And I'll mention concepts that you might feel way out of your field of expertise. However, that's just to lay the ground for how we can do it in an easier, simpler and totally doable way, even if you have zero understanding of marketing in the first place. So bear with me, fully lean into what I'm about to teach you here. And by the end of this episode, you will not only know what a marketing funnel really is, you'll also know how to use the concept in a super easy way for yourself and in attracting clients. So I have a background in all things digital marketing. I've mentioned a few times that I've got a master's degree in it. And in my career, I've done everything from building websites, sales funnels, set up Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google ads. I've done all things SEO, which is search engine optimization, um, for those who don't know, both technical and content related SEO, that is. And I've done in-depth keyword analysis, competitor analysis, and all the rest. So as you can see, I know my way around the digital marketing space and I've been around marketing funnels for quite a while. And I can assure you that they don't need to be overwhelming, confusing, or difficult to use. As I said, even if you know nothing about marketing. Now, I will give you two examples of digital marketing funnels. One is based on general digital marketing and one is more based on search engine optimization or SEO. Um, and I'll give you these examples to demystify and simplify sales or marketing funnels so that you can use them in a way that's more conducive to where you're at in your business and what your strengths are. And don't tell yourself, yeah, I don't know if I have any relatable strengths that I can use for this purpose. Just stop that, okay? You do. So listen on and you'll find out how. <laughs> okay, so a very common marketing funnel goes something like this. You see a freebie 
that you want. So you click on the link and get sent to a landing page or redirected to a landing page. Then you leave your email address in exchange for that freebie and you hit download. And you start receiving what's called lead nurture emails, which is basically just emails that um, keeps the provider top of mind and will give you some value to keep you on their email list. You then um, maybe also start to receive offers or start seeing social media ads for this product or service, all in the hopes that at one point you decide to buy. As you can see, this sales funnel captures your attention with a freebie and then nurtures the relationship to the point where you might buy from the provider. You've probably opted into a marketing funnel that looks something like that at some point. You might recognize some similarities. And here's the other example, the SEO funnel. We've got something called long tail and short tail keywords. And don't worry, this is nothing you need to know anything about. Just bear with me, it's just an example. <laughs> so short tail keywords are simply when people enter into Google or another search engine, just one word or, or just a couple of words when searching for something. They're not very specific. It's more generic and broad. And this is an indication that people are at the top of the sales funnel. They're in the beginning stages of the journey of making a purchase and want to research what's out there. They probably don't know exactly what they're after. And then we have the long tail keywords. These are more like full sentences or very specific searches that contain quite a lot of detail. So for example, a short tail can be electric car and a long tail can be white Audi e-tron, which is Audi's latest SUV uh, electric car. <laughs> Ask me why I know this. <laughs> I, I love the electric car segments. Anyway, this indicates that the people searching on Google or equivalent are further down the sales funnel and getting closer to making a decision to buy. Now they don't only know that they are interested in an electric car, they also know that they're more leaning towards the Audi or SUV Audi, e-tron. A marketer would then set up different types of ads for where people are in the funnel or like they would write different content. So a buy this or in other words, a, a really hard sell or a very like sales directed call to action at the top of the funnel don't convert a lot of people because they're not ready for it. And at that stage, a marketer would be more focused on helping the user learn more about the product or service to kind of spark an interest for further investigation rather than doing the direct buy now <laughs> approach. <laughs> and don't worry about the different parts of the sales funnel and how to market in each part for now. We'll get to that. I promise and I promise it'll be simple. <laughs> okay, so as you can see, a sales funnel or a marketing funnel is just that. It's a pyramid put on its head. In the general digital marketing example, we start with a low barrier to entry and a very low commitment to getting into the sphere of the person marketing. You know, like get a freebie, like it's not a lot of investment in that. A lot of people will opt into that freebie 
and that's what we call top of funnel. Then we will be interested in your work. This is where we characterize the middle of the funnel. And finally, some will buy. And that is the bottom of the funnel. And in the SEO example, again, we see that we started broad. And as people mature towards making the decision, their searches gets narrower and more specific. So we're starting to get into the bottom funnel as people start getting more detailed. So again, it's just going broad and then narrowing in at the bottom. So there's a lot of ways to segmenting a marketing funnel. Uh, some also divide a funnel into marketing at the top and sales into the bottom. And, you know, these are just semantics. It's a thousand different variations here. And it's just people in the various industries who have put their own spin on it so that it will work better for their specific needs. Um, and there's one way of dividing a funnel that is super simple that I like to use as reference. And it's called the ADA model. <laughs> and that's just the abbreviation for awareness, interest, desire, an action. And this is where I'll help you simplify and implement a marketing funnel in a way that is super easy and simple and helpful <laughs> for you as a coach building your business. The way I see it is that we are helping people graduate into maturity of wanting to work with us. Some will never be ready and never buy from us and that's okay, but some will. And that's what the funnel principle is all about. So let's look at this marketing funnel concept. I like using dating analogies because it really puts things in perspective. So I'll give you one now as well to help you understand um, this whole marketing funnel principle as well. And with this AIDA or ADA model as well. So. In the awareness phase, you might be single and happy at that. But then you see this person, you notice them, but you're not feeling the pull yet. You're just aware of them. The person comes over to talk to you and it turns out you have a lot in common and that the other person actually has quite a good personality as well. And now you're starting to get a little bit curious. And before you leave for the night, the person asks you for your number and you're happy to give it. After all, you've had a great night with this person. This is the interest phase. The person asks you the next day to go for a coffee and you agree. <laughs> you have a great time and you start to think that you kind of like this person a lot. Now you start hanging out more and you feel a greater and greater pull towards being with this person. This is the desire phase. After a few months of dating, you decide to pop the question to see if the person wants to get exclusive, to get into a committed relationship with you. This is the action phase. <laughs> so as you can see, the marketing funnel doesn't have to be this mysterious, overwhelming, technical thing. It's a natural progression from potential clients having awareness of what you do through to actually taking action and hiring you as a coach. And I actually also like to add on nurture to this funnel. So I guess the abbreviation now is Aiden. <laughs> a 
A-I-D-A-N. All right. Any relationship requires nurturing, including the ones that turns into paying clients. If you get into a romantic relationship with someone and you don't make the effort at all to nurture it, it'll pretty soon turn into a less than desirable relationship. <laughs> Same with clients. When you sign on a client, that's when the work really starts. That's when you pour all of your heart and soul and experience into the coaching relationship to help them feel like they've won the freaking lottery for working with you. And when you have super happy clients, they will be your best ambassadors. So now that you see how a marketing funnel is actually just starting out broad and low commitment and then funneling down to fewer people that are more committed, let's look at how this can be used in a practical sense for you as a coach in the pursuit of attracting more clients. Okay, so number one, awareness. To be a coach who signs a lot of clients, people need to have awareness around you. They need to know about you. So your job is to create awareness around what you do for as many people as you can. And a quick disclaimer here, if you don't have many followers on Instagram or whatever platform you're on, don't use that against yourself. I'll talk about that in another podcast episode. So for now, just play along and get creative with, with visibility and awareness. And I'll give you a couple of the examples too. So this means both physically and online. Meet as many people as possible and tell them about what you do in a natural way, obviously. We don't want to be anything else than fellow human beings who is curious about the other person. And also talk about what we do as if it was any other profession. This is where you can really dive into how you can, how you most like to interact with people, like really playing with your strengths. Do you love holding workshops online or in real life? Do you love getting interviewed, you know, getting on podcasts? Do you like being on panel discussions? Is that an idea you like? Do you like posting on social media? Do you maybe like doing reels or lives or maybe share your great quotes? You know, get creative here and be willing to try it all. Clarity comes from experience and experience is gained through trial and learning. <laughs> and the way to getting there is to be comfortable with your emotions, which is an episode for another time. <laughs> okay. Number two, interests. Now that people know about you, they might get interested in what it is that you do. They might follow you on Instagram and watch your content. And remember that at this stage, this is one of the places where of the funnel, uh, which is often invisible to you. And what I mean by that is that most of my clients has been lurkers, <laughs> meaning that they haven't liked or commented on my content. They've just been seemingly coming out of nowhere. So they've followed me apparently, but they haven't made themselves visible to me through engagement. So don't get it discouraged if people aren't engaging because many people get hung up on not seeing tangible results. So it, it must not be working, you know, but 
If you have had a workshop, a webinar, or posted a super helpful post, someone might be in the process of convincing themselves that they want to hire you. And a previous client might consider hiring you again because this particular post spoke right to them. But they're still thinking about it. They're just in the process of convincing themselves. Or maybe someone in your wider sphere might be super ready to hire a coach and are actively looking to hire a coach that feels like a good fit. And you would be the one for them. They just need to find you. Remember the six degrees of separation, which is that all people in the world are apparently, you know, six or fewer social connections away from each other. So saying that someone in your wider sphere is looking to hire a coach like you, it's not actually a stretch. <laughs> so keep that in mind. So I've just mentioned a few scenarios of people being in the interest phase, you know, lurkers, previous clients, uh, or um, a friend of a friend that's talked about you. Um, and as you can see, you wouldn't be aware of what's happening in any of them. And by the way, there are hundreds of different variations of these where someone is in the interest phase but you don't know about it. You can't possibly know how many people are wanting to hire you. Your job is to talk to people who are at the stage of interest and desire in your marketing. That's the people that you're aiming at. That's the people that you're speaking directly to when you're writing your content. You want to be speaking directly to the people who are interested in working with you and just need a tiny nudge to feel safe enough and confident enough to book a consult or ask to hire you. And I talk about this at length in my episode called Create a Niche That Sells. So make sure to check out that episode as well. Keep in mind that just like dating, some people are ready to go all in very quickly, whereas others need more time to move on to the next step, which in this case is desire or action. So you just keep producing that quality honey <laughs> and someone will find you and want some of that. Okay? Right. Number three, desire. At this stage, your people are beyond interested. They are wanting to hire you. This is where they are strongly considering getting on a consult or reaching out to work with you. And they might have even started saving up money or moving some funds around or looking into getting some credit because they know that they really want this. When they do get on a consult with you, they are very invested in what you're about and what they can get from hiring you. So when someone gets on a consult, they truly desire working with you. It's just that last bit of safety and confidence and comfort that they need before they move on to the action of hiring you, which leads us into the action phase. <laughs> the action part is when they actually pull the trigger, so to speak. <laughs> they feel sold on you, on your offer, and what they will get from working with you, so much so that they want to exchange their monies for it. <laughs> In other words, you have helped them through a period of time, shorter or longer, to see how much value they'll get from working with you. 
You show them that you're a product of your product and that this is a safe investment. It's not only a safe investment, like you know that this is the best investment that they'll ever make, which is one of the reasons why selling them coaching feels amazing. You know, you have all of this evidence in your own life and you just know it in your bones that coaching is the most valuable tool ever. (laughs) And just to mention that as well, sometimes people don't even want consults. They just want to hire you, full stop. Yes, that's right. (laughs) You don't always need to have consults. Some people are just so sold, so ready, so keen that they just want to throw money at you and get to work. (laughs) They feel that now is the best time, that they don't want to stuff around anymore, like they're over themselves and just want to get to the next level or achieve those goals right now. They want them yesterday. (laughs) They are so ready to make the change starting today. Ask me how I know. (laughs) That was me. I was so ready. Um, All right. So this brings us to the fifth step, which I've added on as well. Nurture. This is the final step of the quote unquote funnel. Um, And I do quotation marks um, for a reason. I'll get into that shortly. The fastest and easiest way to keep earning more and more money is to have returning clients. We want people to have such a good experience working with us and getting such great results that they will want more. And if they're considering hiring a coach again, you'll be their girl. You'll you'll be their guy. You'll be their person. If they re-sign or buy another service from you or if they get such amazing results that they can't shut up about it or, you know, people external to them just notice that they've changed for the better, you'll get a lot more business. (laughs) In marketing, we've got something called retargeting or an upsell. So retargeting is when you, for example, see Facebook ads because you've looked at a product um, or that you've purchased something from a store before. And then Facebook shows you these ads of of those products that you've been looking at. And an upsell is when someone has either put something in their cart and then are shown a similar product. And, and you know, it might say something like, you might also like this. Or as we've all seen on Amazon, other people also buy and then they suggest another three more products. <laughs> so they're trying to have someone who is in the desire or action stage to buy more because they know that they're already so invested and they're already quite interested in this. Both of these uh, hinges on the principle that it's easier to sell something to someone a second time if they've enjoyed the product or service. And this is what's called customer loyalty, taking care of customers to have them want to come back for more because it's an easier sale and it's worth every effort. And it's also amazing for the reputation of, you know, the provider as well. I'm only telling you about these concepts so that you see why companies use them, but that's not what we want to focus on. We want to use the nurturing in a sense that we make sure our clients get the best experience ever, that they feel like they've won in life because they found us. 
that they feel so grateful to be able to turn their lives around and finally figure out how to get what they want in life. So to be really clear, when it comes to everything that I've been talking about, you know, the sales funnels and the marketing funnels, I don't recommend you go around and think about people as prospects <laughs> that you can funnel down into a sale. Not at all, because the vibe that you'll be giving off by doing that will be pretty shitty. <laughs> think about it, right? If you met a person or, or came across a person online that just thought of everyone they interacted with as leads and prospects, you wouldn't like that at all. Like you would feel used and as if they wanted something from you. So don't use what I'm teaching you here in the wrong way, meaning thinking in literal, technical and mechanical terms about funneling people down into a sale. I'm creating this episode to demystify marketing funnels, to make them more human and to use them in a way that makes more sense, that makes them more conducive to relationship building. <laughs> so you want to see people as beautiful, already whole humans whom you can help if they so desire. You interact with people in a way that you would if you were just making new friends or dating someone from awareness to interest to desire to action and finally nurturing that relationship okay that was all i had for you today so if you found this helpful make sure to get yourself into my value letter list which is where i share lots more helpful tips to improve your marketing so head over to my website martinathomason.com to get those newsletters and you can also find the link directly in this episode description from where you're listening to the podcast. All right, my darling friend, <laughs> I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thomason Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 Holistic Marketing Hacks to Sign More Clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box, in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week.